It's been a crazy week, of course, in Washington, D.C., with uh, the impeachment acquittal, and then there's the State of the Union, and we didn't get a chance to talk much about what was actually in the State of the Union address, but one which uh, certainly uh, rang my bell here, and I wanted to talk with Dave Ray, who is the Communications Director at the Federation for American Immigration Reform, fairus.org, and he issued a call to regain control of the border. And there's some other border news uh, going on right now here, too. Dave, welcome back to the show. Great to have you on. Hey, Bill. Good to be with you, buddy. All right. So he is uh, calling to regain control of the border and uh, asking for a merit-based immigration system. Can it actually be obtained in the current system of uh, laws slash regulations slash uh, executive orders and things? And why don't you just tell us what he's actually hoping to accomplish here? Well, uh, you know, when President Trump talks about effort to regain control of the border, I would say that uh, the Trump administration has done more to regain control of our borders and protect the safety of the American public than any presidential administration in the last 50 years or more. Uh, and almost all of it has been done uh, by the administration itself and without a scintilla of help from Congress. I mean, you have going all the way back to uh, uh, kind of the middle of last year when uh, Asylum applications and illegal crossings started to spike. President Trump used the threat of a veto or of a of a tariff against Mexico. Remember, we are, yeah. are Mexico's largest customer, and they send about eighty percent of their imports to the United States. And then Mexico blinked and said, "Okay, we'll help you contain the migrant invasion." At that time, yeah, right? and, and you know, with, within days, the Mexican army and Mexican federal police were on the southern border of Mexico, stopping the enormous influx from Central America. Uh, then, you know, as the, the, a lot of the people who had already made it into Mexico, though, however, continued into the United States, the president uh, forged a bilateral agreement uh, with Mexico called the MPP, Migrant Protection Protocol, that basically meant when most of the people were coming here for catch and release, which is where you, you know, sneak into the country as soon as you're caught. Uh, you ask for political asylum, and it, knowing that if you have a child with you, you have to be released within 20 days. They had been released and, and disappeared into the country, and that had been going on for several decades. Well, with the creation of the Migrant Protection Protocol, those folks, once they ask for political asylum, were, were told, sure, you can... Uh, wait in line, you'll do so in Mexico. Uh, so they sent them back across the border and to the safety of a Mexican city right across the border to await their court date here in the United States, which because of the backlog could be as much as a year down the road. But what it did is effectively end catch and release. And I think we'd also have to add that there was also the public charge rule. Now, was that a, a lawsuit or a, um, a court decision? No, that, that, is a, that is a rule change that... Uh, where the administration is going to be able to uh, look at whether or not somebody is likely to become a public charge or has come in the country and become a public charge, and that would preclude them from any kind of status change, for example, becoming a citizen or moving to green card holder. But, you know, they've also, uh, there have been multilateral agreements with, uh, with Nicaragua and Honduras, in El Salvador uh, to uh, as safe third nation, uh, third country nations, meaning that anybody who is looking for political 
asylum if they pass through one of those three nations. They have to ask for asylum there before they come to the United States. We have a similar agreement with Mexico. And then there's the border wall. You've got 100 miles of border wall that have been put to, uh, put up thus far. How much of that is new? How much is replacement for the fact that there just wasn't much there in the first place? Well, I mean, it's all new. Uh, in some places, it's replacing torn down, tattered old chain link bench that was completely ineffective. But I can tell you, every bit of that 100 miles is brand new. And they're saying that we'll have 450 miles finished uh, by the end of the year. But then the president also talked about legal immigration reform, which is something that the country desperately needs. Our legal immigration system is badly outdated. It's uh, you know, a relic of the 1960s. Yeah, and what I'm wondering about here, Dave, and you know, you're at the point that if you're, uh, and I'm just going to say it, you know, uh, if you're are, are a European, if you're a European and you want to immigrate, tough. If you want to come from the third world, the door's wide open. And I think that's still we're still dealing with uh, the refuse of the 1965 Immigration Act. Right, and that was not the intention when they passed the act. It was to allow uh, to, to widen the stream of immigrants coming in and to make a non-discriminatory policy, which all of us. Uh, uh, support, but, but that's not the way it's been enacted, though. It's not the way it's working. The way it's been enacted is that since about 80% of visas go to people with family members here, uh, the most recent immigrants, meaning those from Asia and Latin America, are the ones with family. I mean, most people of European descent or African Americans, we've, you know, ties with families back in the sending nations have long been. Uh, cut. Essentially, though, we've had uh, re refugee situations like Elon Omar, as an example. You know, Congress, right. uh, uh, a congresswoman who then uh, goes out there and wishes to open the floodgate even further. And if I understand correctly, also wanting uh, to uh, pass a law, I forget the name of the law, I heard about this the other day, that, uh, that says that if you commit felonies and you're an right. illegal immigrant or an immigrant, uh, that can't get you deported. For that, you know, we won't even ask that sort of stuff. I mean, these are dangerous people that have been that are yeah, trying to put themselves have, in charge of policy. They have some really out there ideas, but the whole idea of moving to a merit-based immigration system is what President Trump said he was going to do. He's going to inject the national interest back into immigration policy. You know, Canada and Australia, two other large immigrant receiving countries, have already done this. What they do is that they grade each and every applicant based on. Uh, criteria like talents that they have, level of education, fluency in English, things like that. I mean, you think about the fact, Bill, that most of our immigrants who are coming here uh, are coming not because they know anything special or have any talent to contribute, but it's because they have a family member here. And that's just it. The chain migration of just having someone who's here as a family member, that has to be, that has to be pulled off. It has to be gone right yeah. now. It has to be gone like yesterday, with, Dave. <laughs> absolutely. It would do away with chain migration. It would replace it with a non-discriminatory uh, policy that would allow immigrants from anywhere in the world to apply and would be selected based on their own personal merit. Um, and, you know, think about this. 25% of the legal immigrants who come to the United States, Bill, have less than a high school education and very little English. Now, how likely are those folks to succeed? And we have enough of that, frankly, from the native population right now. We don't need to... You know, 63% of immigrant-led households are on some form of welfare. That shouldn't surprise anyone, given the way that we select immigrants. But a merit-based immigration system would, would be selecting people who have the tools to succeed in a modern America. 
And when you were selected, you would be allowed to bring your spouse and your minor children. That would be the end of the fan, of, of the chain right there. If your brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews wanted to apply to come to the United States, they would have to be selected based on their own merit and not based on bloodline. So it would take, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the current policy that really discriminates against large segments of the world, anyone in Europe and Africa primarily has been cut out of the immigrant flow, it would open it up to everyone, and it would make sure that immigrants came here with the tools necessary for them to achieve their American dream. In other words, if you have uh, if you have some talent, if you have some education, yeah. if you're if you're willing and able to support yourself, if you're able to contribute, that ends up Absolutely. being a, a good thing. Now, does he have to? Does the president have to get the law changed, or does he have oh, yeah. power? Oh, yes. no, that that would be something that would require a law change. A lot of these other things. What has been what the Trump administration has done so brilliantly is to really kind of think outside of the box. Okay, well, as a matter of politics, though, I know you're not a political analyst of any sort, though. Yeah. Uh, what's the point of even uh, announcing something like this if you know it's not going to make it through the House? There's no well, way. It, e e Elon Omar and those type are not going to vote for this. Democratic Party, I don't think, will vote for this. Well, you know, the State of the Union is meant to talk about a direction where some is where the president wants to take the country. So I don't think who's necessarily talking about next year, Bill. He might have been talking about uh, if he gets a next chance oh, as president and okay. what the House might look like then. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think the current House of Representatives is going to entertain the idea of a merit-based immigration system. Maybe they're wanting to abolish any rules that uh, that prevents criminal aliens from coming in. Like we mentioned. Abolish the borders, yeah. put illegal aliens on welfare programs. I don't really see them receptive to, you know, uh, reforms that are really in the interest of the American public. But uh, this is a direction the president would like to take the country in terms of legal immigration. Uh, Canada and Australia have already gone there. Uh, it has been good for them. Immigration can be a win-win situation for the United States if we make sure we're selecting the right immigrants, those who can come here and succeed um, and, and do so fairly and, and equitably allow them to bring in their uh, immediate family. Well, yeah, the family, but not the entire family as it goes. Right, right. Their, their spouse and minor children, and that's the end of it. But right now, immigration has really turned into a lose-lose situation. It's a it's lose situation to immigrants because they come here and many of them fail. Hmm. And that's not, you know, that's not what their American dream was all about. But it's, all, it's a lose-lose situation for the American public in that we have to end up paying for it. I'm so the cost of illegal immigration is, you know, 116 billion. I, I think it's about six thousand, six seven thousand dollars a year per individual uh, illegal immigrant. So, Dave, I want to just right. interject here uh, briefly. Once again, Dave Race, Communication Director at Federation for American Immigration Reform, fairus.org. Of course, we do the Hold Their Feet to the Fire broadcast every year with you and, and, and really support what you're trying to accomplish through these policy changes. In the original right. 1965 Immigration Act, that, that Ted Kennedy brought in, did it have the chain migration built into it, or was it a rule change over time? Do you recall? Do you know? I mean, I'm just trying to find out uh, if, uh, because rule changes through administrative agencies is something the president can influence. No, I, I believe that that's the way that it was set up, was that uh, it would allow people who came in uh, to sponsor their family members. Remember, it was a different country then. We had a large sector where low-skilled labor was needed. What they didn't foresee is by doing that, that they were cutting out 
uh, entire regions of the world that didn't have immediate family members in the United States at that time. And so, you know, you hear the un uh, unintended consequences of, uh, of public policy things passed by Congress. They were trying to make a non-discriminatory immigration policy in the 65 Act, but what they ended up creating was a policy that actually, in effect, discriminated against Europeans and Africans because uh, people of those descent had come here so long ago, you know, at the turn of the century or several hundred years ago, and, and their ties to their home country had long been, and relatives back there had long been broken. And so over time, it just came to exclude anyone except, uh, you know, Latinos, because they were the more recent immigrants, and Asians. This would get away from a system uh, that excludes anyone and give everyone a, a fair chance. Yeah, everyone should get the same. Everyone should get the same uh, chance then to uh, to say, yeah. "Hey, I have some skills we could actually add to uh, the American exactly. soup, as it were, and actually make it stronger, rather than just, uh, hey, uh, putting a few more you know, people that are going to you know collect various welfare benefits and be a burden on the society at large instead." All right, hey, appreciate the take on this. So this you is going this is going to be a bigger fight than uh, just this, but at least he's. Uh, throwing down the gauntlet and laying out where he would like to yeah. take it in uh, in the next four years of his administration if he ends up yeah. uh, winning a re-election, okay? Yeah, he has the vision, and he has an idea of where he wants to take the country, so uh, we will see how the election goes. All right, Dave Ray, Communications Director for the Federation of American Immigration Reform, and it's fairus.org. Please help support the group. We'll talk with you again soon, and thanks again, Dave. Be well. Thanks, Dale. You have a great weekend, buddy. You bet. 831 at KMED and KCMD.